Nice. I'm not wearing the gray, blue. Blue. Yeah. Blue. Everybody's wearing blue. Yeah. All right. We are making waves again here at the uh, podcast booth at Genoa Design. And we're pretty excited to have our next guest on board. You know, Genoa Design brought us into this conversation. They were thinking creatively. How do we get people talking about the excitement in the marine sector right now? In the defense industry, you can feel it in the air. There's a lot of good things happening yeah, here. absolutely. Right? And Genoa Design, front and center, they knew that they needed to get people talking. So what a pleasure it is right now to have Genoa Design's Chief Technical Officer join us here today. Lori, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. Like you said, I'm Genoa's Chief Technical Officer, the very first one that they've had, and that's just a signal, I think, of the growth that they have experienced over the last few years. Um, I take care of the program team uh, at Genoa as well as the technical team. So everything that is client facing that needs to be met from a technical perspective to deliver to the client, that's my ballywick. And um, similarly, I, I'm taking the sales team under my wing for a while with um, some support, of course, across the company. And um, another signal of the growth, we'll have a chief marketing and sales officer onboarded. And then that team will um, move over, the sales marketing team will move over to that uh, wing. How did you find yourself in this world? Where did you come from to get here? Um, I, well, I've been in shipbuilding pretty much my full career. I spent uh, almost 16 years at the uh, Irving Shipbuilding and their engineering arm, Fleetway Engineering. So I, I kind of grew up with them. I, right. I tell people I started as a junior engineer, and when I left Fleetway a couple of years ago to join Genoa, I was their director of engineering. So it was a really nice segue into, you know, managing the you know the pure engineering and technical side to a broader operations um, business side of things, overall growth development, you know, the whole gamut. So I'm yeah. learning a lot, right. you know, it's very fast paced. Right. So it's exciting for me. And it's, you know, that next step in my career that I was really eager for. Yeah. And um, combine that with the pandemic and, you know, a snowstorm my first week, Snowmageddon, the first week I joined <laughs> you, you Genoa. You grew up in St. John's though, right? I did. You can pick up that from the accent. No, right? you told me earlier. <laughs> So you started around the time that um, the, the storm, the snowmageddon happened, correct? Yes, yes. Um, Welcome back to St. John's. Hey? I know. We went from that, not being able to actually drive to the office my first week of work, to, you know, fast forward a couple of months later and we're into the pandemic. Yeah. Right. right. We, we so, got a bit of practice for a week and a bit, didn't we? <laughs> Locking down? Yeah, we did. So, uh, yeah. so you went through Memorial? I did. I yeah, how was that Memorial? experience? Wonderful. Yeah. Um, Co-op program? I did, yeah. yeah. I did the pro, pro the co-op program back when it was um, six years okay yeah so uh, it was neat at the time I thought it's just never gonna end right but looking back having a having a work term every second right. term getting used to being in the industry talking to people yeah um, besides what I learned technically through those engineering work terms it was the experience right. right the interactions the collaborations how businesses run right um, how work gets delivered how the customers requirements invaluable in any business right that's invaluable is, stuff you know yeah. the most important thing yeah kind of thing. So, so where were your work terms back then funny enough all my work terms were in oil and gas were it they? wasn't until I uh, graduated I spent a little bit of time with um, Halliburton in the UK okay. and then after that my husband actually got posted to Nova Scotia in the Air Force okay 
So then uh, I moved with them and started my work terms or started my career then in shipbuilding. Oh, so, wow. you know, between his background with, you know, he was an Army Reservist, then he moved into the Air Force. I worked in shipbuilding serving the Navy, um, you know, the yeah. Navy customers. And we really, you know, kind of the whole family really just focused on that the defense industry. And well, I don't thank the Air Force for much, but thanks for bringing you in. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I'm right. not normally a guy that thanks the Air Force a lot, but thank you to the uh, Royal Canadian Air Force for getting you yeah. in Nova Scotia and getting you in the shipbuilding world. And I will world. say one of my best experiences was on a Sea King dangling my legs out what, coming over. With the, a monkey tail the, behind with you. With a monkey tail behind me, absolutely. Yeah, so. Lori, that happened to me when I was about 18 years of age over Gross Morn. And oh, really? the pilots were having a bit of fun with the young yeah. officer cadet. And you know, dangling. Yeah. It, we were dangling. I guess yes. you did the same. I Incredible did. experience, yeah, it though, was, wasn't it? Yeah. So, Lori, I mean, here we are at DevSec. I mean, you can feel the excitement in the air. People are chomping at the bit to yeah. get back to business. Yeah. A lot of growth here. Talk to us a little bit about the growth in the sector right now. Yeah. Well, the growth, you, like you said, you can feel it at this conference. Right. I was here a few years ago, you know, prior to the pandemic, obviously. And it was a little bit smaller, it was at a different location. You know, I think a lot of things are making it, a, the energy here today right. is, or through the conference has been so exciting. Something, yeah. Where this location in the center of the city, you yeah. know, you walk out the door, you get the fresh air, you get the vibe, that's helping. There's a lot of new faces here. Yeah. And I don't mean just new people from the same businesses, there's new businesses here. Right. So the defense and the security and the aerospace industry is opening up. I right. think there's potential for not just growth of you know um, companies like ourselves. The industry is opening up to new technologies, new innovation, and I think technology companies are sharing their innovations sooner. Maybe they're not even ready to you know to go to market, mm -hmm. but they're getting that input from you know from people that are here from right. the industry and, and a lot more collaboration early on so right. yeah it's just a lot of energy and a lot of sharing yeah. and coming together to make the the shipbuilding industry the defense industry the aerospace industry you know more better better together right. you know yeah. they're they're just diversity there's so much more um, thought from different places, yeah. you know, not necessarily technical people or shipbuilders or marine engineers. It's just really that diversity of thought that's leveraging the whole community and the whole ecosystem that's supporting this business. It's interesting, Alan, you know, to hear that. Uh, I just want to say that most people in the technology industry hold their cards very close to their chest. Yeah. That comes from a little bit of mistrust. What, what's, what we're seeing here is that people are kind of putting the cards Absolutely. on the table. For yeah. you to say that people are willing to actually share their product before it's even yeah. ready, wow, that takes guts and courage, yeah. doesn't it? 100% Jerry, I mean, it's sharing and collaboration, I picked up on both those words, yeah. and you can really feel it here. Mm -hmm. I mean, people are yeah. really eager to work together. Yeah. They want to see this whole industry thrive yeah. and succeed. There yeah. is a great sense of pride here. When you talk to the people in uniform, you talk to some of the academic folks we've uh, had the pleasure of speaking with, and the industry leaders as well, there's a genuine feeling that yeah. they're contributing to something and they're proud of what yeah. they're doing. Genoa is a big part of that, right? Absolutely. So. You know, Genoa's success under the NSS is just one example of that, right? We've grown so much and we're proud of, you know, where we've come in a 25-year span. 
post-pandemic or during pandemic, we onboarded over a hundred people. Wow. It's you know we couldn't have done that without you know the ability to grow in Canada and leverage our skills. And Janelle has always been a, a big collaborator. Uh, we often say we're a communications company because we use our technology to communicate. We communicate through our people, through our, our teams and our systems. So it's you know it's really allowed us to showcase our who we are by culture yeah. and by technology and you know really just take off um, yeah. you talk about you use the word team a lot you yeah. keep repeating team and yeah. team and team and I sense that at Genoa there's a real team spirit here everybody is in the game yeah. they're all rowing together yeah. and I have I personally have some friends that work at Genoa and I tell you they love the environment yeah. they love the collaboration they love yeah. the mentorship that's provided in there and there's a genuine desire to help one another yeah you've got to be a big part of this chief I, technical officer I, right I, and I think that was definitely one of the things that drew me to Genoa that just knowing everyone wants to hear your voice not just my voice I mean everyone's voice right. everyone's input and that using others ideas to make a better idea um, brings people together. Right. You know, they see how they influence the yeah. next, you know, the next step in Genoa's yeah. success story. Yeah. So, you know, it's really felt. It's not, you know, it's not something we say. It's not, you know, a, a banner on the door. You come in, and I think that's, you know, we've had some challenges through the pandemic, as everyone is. Mm -hmm. Just how do we maintain that culture? How do we keep people connected when yeah. everyone is so remote and distributed? But because it's part of our culture, it's who we are. Yeah. It's it's I won't say it's easier, but in a way it's been easier. And while we're remote, the culture that we live has helped us continue that collaboration through the you know, the the elements and the struggles that the pandemic has put on us. Yeah. And culture is such an important word, right? It's such an important part of any business and sometimes people don't talk about that's not front and center in their yeah. conversation but it you know it is it's yeah. a, they're concerned about how people are working well together because they know that if everybody works effectively together the end product is going to be so much better absolutely i can't say it enough we, we say it through our innovation teams through our technology teams through our sales teams through our hr teams diversity of that just creates so much more mm -hmm. and will bring us you know to the next we're th almost 300 people now that's what's going to make us however big we become in the future wow. yeah that's how you're going to do it jerry your thoughts well you know what Lori? i've been in business for 30 years i've been business development and you know there's a lot of ups and downs but i hear a lot of companies talk like what you just said but my experience in the short time that we've been collaborating together is that you guys walk the talk. The fact that Gale Force Winds has been invited to do this, we're nine months into this little baby Alan and I've created, and, yeah. I, and I really appreciate what the culture that that, that is uh, Genoa. Yeah. It's it's a culture. Yeah. It's yeah. not a company. It's a culture, it and is. it's really interesting. Thought leadership. Yeah. I love it. Thank yeah. you very much. For Thank having you. us to be part of this. Oh, our pleasure! And again, it's Genoa always has a vision, and it's further ahead. And you said it earlier, Alan. Genoa had this vision for you guys to come here and really make a difference, mm -hmm. and it has like the the buzz, the feel, the energy right. around our boots has been outstanding, and I, and I thank you for that. 
Well, Lori, that's very kind. We're just a couple of guys talking in the corner here. We're not adding much to Genoa's overall business ball, but I can tell you that it's been a real uh, pleasure to be a part of the Genoa team for just these couple of days. I tell you, I, you can really feel the connection that people here have with one another. You can, you can. There's a difference. There's a different vibe around what's happening at Genoa, and and that comes from you know good structure, good governance, and all of those pieces. But it also comes from really solid leadership. And as a chief technical officer, and all the things that you describe that the teams are involved in, you're a big part of that. So you're a strong leader in the middle of all of this. And we appreciate it. And we appreciate what you're doing in this industry, quite honestly. Genoa is a big part of what's happening in the shipbuilding, in the marine sector, and the defense sector right now. Admiral Brian Santarpia described the industry partners as serving the country. I thought that was just a brilliant way to describe it. Oftentimes we use the word service when we talk about uniformed people. and That'd be near and dear to your heart because there's a military connection with you as well. But the service runs deeper in this country and the service is all around us right now. It's the people that are in these booths that are trying to make this country a better, a stronger, a safer nation. And, and you know what, you know is a big part of that, and Lori, you're a big part of that, oh, so thank, thank you. Thank you, yeah, we're excited. I'm excited. We're thank there. you. Thank you.